0: I don't usually do this, but viewer discretion is advised. This is a very sad video of one of the UK's earliest trans child's children, I guess they call it. And this is not an attack on a person. This is not an attack on an individual. This is an attack on an ideology, on a regressive, misogynistic, dangerous, morally incomprehensibly horrible ideology of transitioning young children. And we need to come together, we need to sympathise with these people and they've been brought into this crazy, crazy ideology which people on the left are basically stating that one can be whatever they want. They want to totally eliminate sex from life and instead replace it with this arbitrary notion of gender which basically means characteristic traits. And of course, if you want to find and seek the truth, check out Dantons.com for the full shows, or you can watch the shows here on YouTube, on Rumble, on Spotify, on Twitter, for no censorship for the truth. That is what we try to do here. We try to search for the truth because of the corrupted fake media news, they're probably profiting off this, let's be honest. They're probably profiting off the transgender industrial complex in which they're not going to tell you about. They're not going to tell you the truth. They're not going to tell you the real stories. Actually, credit where credit is due. This one article that came out does tell you the truth. It does go into detail. And it's needed. And by the way, worse, YouTube, Twitter, all of these platforms, previously specifically Twitter, they would ban you if you spoke out against gender ideology, and which is a political ideology. This is not an undisputable dogma. This is a political ideology. That was the censorship that we had over the past years, which was disgraceful. You should never forget. Censorship is what you see in the Soviet Union. It's what you see in autocratic states. It is not what you see within the supposed free nation. It is disgraceful. I was thinking the other day, there was all this talk in the past 20 plus years that when China embraced capitalism, China would become more like the West. The other way round, the opposite has occurred. We have become more like China. We are currently living through one of the biggest, I believe, medical scandals in perhaps the history of the world, or specifically in the past few years, which is quite funny because we're not shy of medical scandals, to say the least. What you're being told now as a child is pretty. Really just quite sad and actually incredibly, incredibly morally horrible. One is being told that as a child you can undergo irreversible surgery consisting of the removal of private parts in order to model an area resembling fake female genitalia and vice versa. This is the thing they create from skin from your arm or your bum and this is not inclusive. This is not loving, and I think it's even more disgraceful Our social media organisations, YouTube, Twitter, so on and so forth. They censor you if you speak out against this. They censor you if you use a differing pronoun. Even by mistake, they censor you if you have a differing opinion in comparison to the consensus, and it's dangerous. This goes against the Enlightenment values and which have been fundamental for human progress over the past 20, 30, 40, 100 plus years. Free speech, debate and discussion is fundamental. It is not inclusive to stand up for this. This is not loving. This is not a progressive ideology. This is a scandal in the name of inclusivity. And no amount of woke cancellation will ever induce me to believe otherwise. And once again, Tucker Carlson was correct, and I feel bad for Tucker. He was kicked off fake legacy media after speaking the truth, after questioning uncomfortable narratives, after touching areas in which people aren't to touch. So let's check out this clip of Tucker Carlson spot on again about gender ideology and the whole gender industrial complex, as I call it, which is profiting greatly upon putting young children on these really horrible lifelong medicational drugs, and which are incredibly expensive, as well as, of course, as we saw in the UK, the Scott Centre, irreversible surgeries being placed upon children.
1: Not so long ago, it was a feature of high school biology class that Biological sex is biologically real. It's detectable at the DNA level. You are born with it. You don't get to choose it. Just as you don't get to choose your height or your eye color, your susceptibility to breast cancer or a million other things. It's genetic. Genetics are real. Maybe unfortunately, but doesn't change the truth of it. But now, that's hate speech. In his new special, Dave Chappelle, the comedian, explains what happens when you challenge this lunatic new orthodoxy. They canceled people that are more powerful than me. They canceled JK Rowling. My God, JK Rowling wrote all the Harry Potter books by herself. (laughs) She sold so many books, the Bible worries about her. (laughs) And they canceled her because she said in an interview, and this is not exactly what she said, but effectually, she said, gender was a fact. And then the trans community got mad as They started calling her a turf. I didn't even know what that was, but I know that trans people make up words to win arguments. Well, that's the truest thing ever said, making up words to win arguments. You see that in a lot of places now. So none of that's particularly radical. It's pretty conventional, really. Four years ago, no one would have noticed it. But now a number of Netflix employees have decided to protest the special. They want it pulled off of the service. Then they harassed a man who came to support Chappelle and freedom of speech. Watch this. Accountability. When do we want it now? What well, do we, we like want? Accountability. accountability. When do we end it now? It's okay to laugh, but you're sparking hate conversations. Why is he breaking my sign? My sign. So they break his sign, and then they accuse him, he's left holding only a stick, accuse him of having a weapon. So his speech is violence, their violence is speech. See how that works? What's interesting is that the number of people who really care about this issue issue enough to assault someone over it is tiny, and yet they have disproportionate power. 350 million people in the country, maybe 1,100 feel that way, but they're running everything. Why is that?
0: So this article came out within the Times credit where credit is due. The article reads, the NHS Trans Surgery damaged my body forever. This is not safe, the Times article read. An autistic patient who reversed his transition is now suing over treatment given to young people with gender dysphoria. When Richie Heron woke after gender reassignment surgery, he had a feeling he had made a terrible mistake. Five years later, his scars are sometimes weeping, and he cannot walk long distances or ride a bike. I've awakened from what was a mental health crisis to a body that will forever be changed and damaged, he said. He no longer identifies as transgender and is living as a gay man. As best as I can, given what has happened. This is incredibly sad. And this is not an attack on... We should not be attacking specific people who have been unfortunately indoctrinated into doing this to their body or taking these drugs part of the gender ideology movement. This is an ideological criticism. And that is what you must understand. This is an ideology which is regressive, misogynistic, dangerous, horrible, morally inexcusable. What really makes me laugh is that the left today, they are the same people whom are so outraged when it comes to immoral things which have happened within the past, including that of the slave trade, in which I've noted many times, is not as clear-cut as people believe. Certainly slavery is bad, don't get me wrong. Back in the time, specifically during the British colonial period, there were a range of nuances in which we must understand regarding slavery. And at the time, slavery was actually viewed as a moral good in many cases, in which now, thanks to the Enlightenment era, thanks to developments and innovations when it comes to Christianity and philosophy, societies recognised this notion of man being created in the image of God, and it recognised that slavery was a moral sin. It was bad, hence why we abolished slavery within the second half of the British Empire. But that's for another time. What I'm stating is that when we look back throughout history, we can clearly see that bad things have happened, including slavery. But now we're so blind to the fact that in 100 years' time, they're going to look at what we're doing to young children under the name of inclusivity. And we, in a 100 years' time, are going to recognise that this is one of the biggest scandals in medical history. Now, the Newcastle-based Civil Servant 36 has launched legal action against NHS England alongside the heartbroken father of a 21-year-old who has been booked in for an imminent genital removal surgery at an adult gender clinic surgery practice. Two men are demanding a review, which includes an independent inquiry into the safety of NHS treatments being offered to young people under the age of 25 who are experiencing gender dysphoria. And you can see a picture now of this poor boy on the screen included within the article, which is really quite sad. This boy has been indoctrinated into this cult. He was autistic, which is really, really sad. And what you see in the Tavistock Centre, for example, as written within The Spectator, is many autistic people who perhaps are confused, and too many gay people who perhaps are naturally confused, let's say, with their gender. They're growing up. This is part of adolescence to be confused as to who you are. And they are basically being chopped up, to put it bluntly, in the name of inclusivity. Steve Barclay, the Secretary for State of Health, and Kemi Bedanoch, Ministers for Equalities, as well as Dr Hilary Cass, who carried out a recent review of the Tavie Scott Centre, Service are also being served with legal papers father is hoping to stop the surgery from going ahead In a crowdfunding appeal to raise funds for their legal case launched today, Heron and the father who wishes to remain anonymous said that the model of care for gender dysphoria in the NHS service is profoundly unsafe and routinely places young people on a pathway towards irreversible lifelong treatments Both Heron and the father's 21 year old child has been diagnosed as autistic According to the lawyers representing the two men, the NHS is likely discriminating against autistic people who are disproportionately more likely to be treated in the gender clinics, which is why Bedinoch, as a Minister for Equalities, is included in the legal action. The case comes as a large number of 17-year-olds who have been on the 8,000-person strong list for the Tabby Scott Clinic in North London, England's only NHS gender identity clinic for children, are being referred to the adult service. The Tabby Scott Centre... is literally just unbelievable. Some of the reports within the centre stated that staff were basically induced after one face-to-face conversation with a young child, with someone that's, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. They put these people, after one face-to-face conversation, on lifelong medication, hormone blockers, in which, God knows the consequences in 10, 15, 20 years' time, some of them already look incredibly horrific. And by the way, these are not reversible. And furthermore, even in some cases, literally upon a few conversations, a surgery was done to a young child. I'm never going to, no amount of woke nonsense cancellation is ever going to reduce me otherwise against the absurdity of this ideology. And that's the way it is. At the seven NHS adult gender clinics in England, and Wales, surgery and cross-sex hormones are offered after the age of 18. Patients have at least two assessments appointments with a specialist medical practitioner before hormone treatment is recommended. And those who were considered surgical treatments of two further meetings with separate clinical professionals before they're referred. So basically, imagine if you are clinically depressed or something. You're incredibly confused as a young person, which is common, by the way, within an adolescence. It's very natural. And after four sessions of literally four hours of a one-to-one conversation with a so-called specialist, you, you undergo a surgery. That is insanity. There has been a sharp rise in the past decades in young people wanting to change their gender, which obviously is just absurd. The scott Centre uh, referrals of sword from two hundred and ten to three thousand five hundred eighty five uh, during the period of twenty eleven to twenty twenty one. This poor story of Heron, who's twenty five, when he decided that he was a woman living in a man's body, he'd been bullied at school and sh- struggled with coping regarding his parents' divorce and was diagnosed in his early twenties with depression and, and and OCD. He decided he was a transgender and all my struggles were due to gender dysphoria, he stated, an idea that was encouraged by older activists in internet forums. He fixated upon the idea that my body was being poisoned by testosterone. In 2013, he was referred to GP, and later stated that an NHS clinician considered and asked him whether he had considered gender reassignment surgery. He attended a private clinic as there was a long NHS waiting list, in which he was apparently diagnosed as transgender. When he was seen by the NHS clinic in 2014, they prescribed testosterone blockers, and later estrogen, and he started therapy with an NHS psychosexual counsellor, which lasted for 100 sessions over 5 years, after which he was told he would be discharged, and the only other treatment open to him was surgery. He had delayed and cancelled the irreversible operation, which involves removing the penis and testicles, and modelling the area to resemble female genitalia, several times over the past years, fearing the consequences. In 2017, he was given another referral for surgery to be performed at a private hospital but paid for by the NHS. And finally in 2018, two days before the 31st birthday, this bloke underwent surgery that removed genitals, inverting them in a procedure, which has been marked as refined, but is no more civilised than an amputation, he says. Today, despite multiple follow-up surgeries, my scar lines still weep, occasionally becoming inflamed, causing crippling pain in the flesh cavity that was created to mimic a vagina I thought mostly nothing aside from the occasional stab of pain. I can't use the toilet properly, and no matter how hard I push or strain, a dribble emerges, which may continue for hours after I have left the seat. Uh, okay. This is just insane. There is no amount of woke nonsense, cancellation, whatever it takes. The truth is the most important thing within society. Let's put it that way. And the consequences of not speaking the truth In the short term, maybe you'll get cancelled, kicked out of your job, whatever it is. I don't care. In the long term, the consequences of not speaking the truth are catastrophic. And this is what Eric Fromm noted in regards to Nazi Germany. Because you have to question, how in the world did Nazi Germany occur? How in the world did people go along with an ideology in which now is just so absurd and radical? And the way this happens is what we see now. Cancellation. Woke. Radical. Authoritarian. Tyrant. Idiotic mob fear of speaking out. If you speak out, you're cancelled. You're corrupted from your job. You're taken away to jail. And thus, the incentives are aligned against speaking the truth. Who cares? The truth doesn't matter. And a few years later, you descend into a tyrannical mess. Eric Fromm wrote about this regarding his differing opinions on freedom. When people have vast amounts of freedom, there's two different types of freedom on which he notes, including positive freedom and negative freedom and positive freedom. I believe he reiterated... Is exploring the self and exploring the different challenges within life. Taking the unconventional pathless path, let's say. The negative freedom is when people are exposed towards mass amounts of free time and freedom and luxury, and in comparison to exploring the pathless path, they clung on to tyrannical-like power. So, Erich Fromm basically argued that within Nazism, this emerged as a response to the deep-seated anxieties and frustrations prevalent in Germany during the early 20th century, he emphasized the significance of authoritarian personality types and the appeal of the authoritarian system that promised certainty, security, and a sense of belonging, from believing that the rise of Nazism was rooted in the individual's fear of freedom and responsibility, as well as their longing for strong, charismatic leaders who could alleviate their desires. And that is what we see now, very analogous, I believe, this inability to speak out, to speak the truth. The truth is so important. There were young people, whom are being indoctrinated into this ideology. That is one of the biggest medical scandals in young history. God bless these young people. The father states that this young person is on the autistic spectrum, suffers from anxiety. The father believes, like Heron, they think becoming a woman is apparently going to solve many of the problems, which obviously is untrue. I'm one of the many parents who's heartbroken over the journey my son has taken, said the father. And he noted, at age 13, the boy who had struggled at school out of the blue, told an NHS child mental health advisor that he believed he was a girl. He was referred to an NHS clinic and was prescribed puberty-blocking drugs to halt his development as soon as he turned 16. I was shocked that such an experimental treatment would be given despite my objections. His anxiety and autism was not explored. The men are now being represented by the legal team that helped another detransitioner in the past named Kira Bell, in which she won a high court case against the gender identity clinic, the Tabby Scott Centre, to stop children with gender dysphoria being prescribed puberty-blocking drugs, as well as being referred to as she was for a double mastectomy. Gender ideology is the most regressive, misogynistic, morally unethical ideologies we've seen in a long time. And boy, oh boy, there is no short of radical ideologies around today, specifically over the past few years. But the notion that the left believes, that people actually believe within today's society, that you can give irreversible surgery to a young bloody kid and put this kid upon lifelong medication, which, by the way, is raking in tens of billions of dollars for pharmaceutical companies. The notion that this is controversial to state that perhaps we shouldn't butcher young children, the fact that that is controversial is just ridiculous. It shows you how how how, how broken the West is, to be frank. There is no amount of woke nonsense or cancellation that anyone can do to induce me otherwise. You can perhaps give me a good reason, but so far there is no good reason, there is no good philosophical rationality or anything, no rationality whatsoever behind the gender ideology debate. This gender ideology debate is basically this notion that sex is not real. Sex is not a function of objective reality and therefore we should replace this notion of sex, this fundamental reality of sex, with gender. This term gender they've created. Gender basically refers to personality. There are more feminine men within the world. There are more masculine females within the world. That has always happened. That is a natural part of personality characteristics and types. That does not mean we should go around butchering young children in the name of inclusivity, leaving them with a body in which is just really sad. The left basically states that if you, as a young child, or as anyone for that matter, any age, if you decide that you like the colour pink as a man, or perhaps you're more feminine within characteristic traits as a man, or perhaps you like playing with dolls as a young child, or perhaps as a child you play with more girls when you're a man, the left says that if this is true, you're a female. You just don't know it. You're a female within an male's body. And therefore, they simultaneously want you to believe, aside from the surgery, that if you are a man who plays with girls as a kid, or perhaps likes dolls as a kid, or perhaps likes the color pink as a kid, if you're a more feminine man within characteristic traits, the left believes that not solely are you now biologically the opposing sex, but in this case, a female, but two, you should undergo irreversible surgery, regardless of the age. What has happened to the left in recent times? They have no care for the gender identity. They have no care for the transgender industrial complex, in which, by the way, pharmaceutical companies are laughing in your face, lefties. They're laughing at the tens of billions of dollars in which they're breaking in from these drugs, in which, by the way, have been given to sex vendors in the past. One drug, called Lupron, has made billions of dollars. Another drug, in which I won't dare to pronounce... Is a common drug within gender affirming therapy, long being used to chemically castrate sex offenders. Another widely used medication is called Lupron, controversial hormone blocker. Lupron was initially developed to lower testosterone levels in men with prostate cancer, effectively chemically castrating them. Now being used within puberty blockers in the booming business of transitioning children. The Lupron manufacturer, by the way, made $726 million in the drug alone in 2018. Another major pharmaceutical companies according to this report have been lobbying to keep the drug prices high while simultaneously virtually signaling about diversity and inclusion. Transgender people require lifelong medication. They require incredibly expensive medication for their whole life. They require incredibly expensive surgeries. Big Pharma is laughing in the faces of these poor people. The real danger here is cancel culture once again. This is a culture in which is cancerous upon the West. It's the idea that you can't speak about certain topics because it's transphobic, it's racist. It's, you know, it just flies. They, they, they just say you can't speak about certain topics. If you speak about certain topics, you're banned from your job. University, you're not allowed to do anything anymore. This is the regression our society has gone into. But guess what? You can find the truth here. You can find hard truths here. We are seeking the truth. That is all this show is about. That is all Dantons.com is about. That is all Dantons Media is about. That is what we're going to do. There's no amount of woke cancellation in which it's ever going to induce me otherwise to do so. This is all about seeking the truth. And This is an incredibly sad story. God bless this person who has been indoctrinated by the cult Of gender ideology. There's nothing anyone will ever do to induce me otherwise in believing that apparently a young child can transition itself at age two. I'm never going to believe it. There's nothing you can do. You can call me anything you want, and that is the truth. Okay, if you want to listen to more shows like this, truth-seeking documentaries, debates, discussions, and fundamentally trying to make society a better place, then stay tuned at dantons.com to listen to our podcasts. You can check the full show out on dantons.com and simultaneously, You can watch here on YouTube for free. Thank you very much, and I'll see you very soon.